We'll do it live. Well, actually, we did do it live. Unfortunately, YouTube fucked up. So at the end of this stream, it's going to cut off. Kind of like I do my guests. But you're entering the no spin zone. Ha ha ha. Why no spin? Because we all know the earth is flat. Hey, how you doing, hot chocolate? <laughs> Anyways, as you'll see, I was right. Tide goes in, tide goes out. Can't explain it. <laughs> now let's do it live. Not really live. It's recorded earlier. Keep up the good work, man, and stay flat, okay? Okay, I'm a flat earther. If someone asked me the biggest difference between the suburbs and Manhattan, I would have to say it's the moms. See if you can guess which uh, opening line that is from. Uh, can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I can yes, hear you. Okay. Wonderfully. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Just making sure. Um, so yes, you are. You're doing very good. If you can guess which uh, program that is from, it's an older one. This is a little bit more difficult, but um, if you can figure it out, that's uh, that's really good. Welcome to Saturday Night Fights. Uh, tonight is the Fight the Flat Earth's 5K sort of celebration weekend. Congratulations, by the way, Fight the Flat Earth. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> You're almost to uh, to 6K now, I see. Yeah, um, I think about uh, 5,900 now. Um, it's been go. a good week. I've done a, I've done a video every day. Um, so there's been a lot, of, a lot of stuff out for people to watch. Uh, it's been a really good week. Excellent. Well, guys, if you are not yet subscribed to Fight the Flat Earth, make sure that you do that. And let's see if we can't get him to uh, 6K before the night's over. Because he is putting literally his mental capacities on the line for you guys. He is going to be going uh, uh, back to back to back. And we have a hell... Oh, see, he's ready. He's ready. Um, we have a hell of an evening for you. First of all, uh, Andy is here. Hello, Andy. Can you hear us, Andy? We can't hear Andy all of a sudden. We can't hear you, Andy. You might have to refresh and come back in. For some reason, it's not we're not hearing you. But why he does that? Uh, at following this episode, we are having uh, David Munez come in and uh, potentially Nathan Thompson if he doesn't hashtag bitch made. Like uh, we, there's an open mm -hmm. invitation too for Scotty for uh, tonight, uh, tonight. So Scotty, if you're watching this, uh, I told you about it last night. Um, maybe, uh, apparently what's the story fight the flat earth. You've been having a back and forth with, uh, with Scotty. Well, uh, yeah. But what I've been looking at his recent videos about, um, bird and the proof and thermodynamics. And I asked him if he would come on tonight and he said, he doesn't know because Saturday is also his gay porn night. I understand that though. I'm, I'm with yeah, you there. We, we, yeah, it's a very difficult decision. Time. Uh, Andy, can you give us a test? Whatever. Yeah, I can. I can. I can give you a fist. Can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh. It's already like that. Oh, huh? He's already wanting to punch yeah. me. We haven't even started no, no, yet, no. Andy. You see, I can give you the fist. Give it. Uh, give 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 it time. Uh, but Andy here is going to give us a a presentation on something different, something that we haven't heard before. Uh, Steve said last week that he he wants a a flat Earth. Uh, claim that yeah. it's new and it's not the same old same old so, so andy thinks he is going to be uh, answering that challenge but before we do that something new that we're going to be doing here on uh on Friday night fights is called the flat five and we have compiled the 
worst of the worst of the worst in flat earth arguments. Some of these are just so unbelievable. Um, and it, to do this, I have asked the uh, the Creaky Blinder to uh, to join up with us and see about um, putting these things together. So he has done a fantastic job. Uh, there's only, uh, as we get ready to, Dave, you can go ahead and cue this video up. Uh, as we get ready to do this, my only question for the uh, the Creaky Blinder would be, you know, why is why are his blinds so creaky? That's the one question that I have. Uh, <laughs> How good is the but creaky anyway, blind, Kyle, right? It's not my blinds that are creaky. One day you'll be as old as me and then you'll understand. Look, everyone, I'm on the non sequitur show. Let's get this first episode of Flat 5 underway. I'm submitting this for peer review to my fellow internet citizens. Right, awesome. So the first one is some sort of experiment. Let's see what he's got to say. Um, four nights ago, we had the eclipse, the, the lunar eclipse, and um, I'm doing experiments, and I could write a paper, and we could all read all kinds of things, but it's not going to be all uh, categorical, absolute fact, proven by empirical evidence stuff. It's going to be seems, high probability. And maybe someday um, everybody will do the same experiments and we'll all, most everybody will agree that a fact is a fact on this matter. But guess what? Even then, it's not a fact. Science changes all the time. All I'm trying to say is this seems like what we saw. Two disks or two spheres. I mean, you see what you see. And uh, it seemed like they were just two things of the same shape, very close together. That's what it seemed like. I don't really know what to say about that one. That was so nonsensical. I can't even come up with a way to comment about it because it was basically just a lot of words. I think he was talking about the Blood Moon Lunar Eclipse. And he's using a ball, what looked like a communion wafer, and a sharpie to demonstrate it. Anyway, let's not dwell on that one. Let's move on to the next one. It's Flat Earth Friday. And I hope you guys checked out the two videos I put up there. You got to invest time if you want to know the truth. It's the only way around it. Okay, Flat Earth Friday. Talking the truth. So here we have another flat ad who's had the TH sound stolen from him. <laughs> You can't beat around the bush. You gotta take the time out to find out what's really going on. If you guys really don't have too much information on the flat earth, check out my two videos I just uploaded earlier today. You know, uh, as part of Satan's plan is to um, prevent the world from knowing there was a, actually a creator. Part of Satan's plan to fool the world into thinking there was actually a creator. So what he's saying is, it's the devil's fault that we are, that we know the earth is a globe, and, uh, oh my God, religion, leave it out of it. It's nothing to do with it. The Bible doesn't say the earth is flat, you dumbass. This was actually made. We weren't an accident, part of the Big Bang. Has anyone else noticed how slowly this guy speaks? He's obviously just a religious nutcase who's using the Bible to argue flat earth. Final words? Don't do drugs, kids. Praise Jesus! Yeah! This ball is about six inches, half a foot. Ball experiments are always awesome. I've got high hopes for this one, guys. So if you do the math, the distance between the Earth, that's what this ball represents, and the Moon, that's what the golf ball represents, is uh, the same as, as that in reality. In other words, in reality, it's 156,000 miles, 32 times the diameter of the Earth. So we got a golf ball, and we've got a soccer ball. And uh, this is the right relationship and the right distance. Okay, if we assume that he's got the difference right and that the golf ball in relationship to the soccer ball is of equal size difference to the moon and the earth, so what? 
Where's where's the sun? How are you expecting a two 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 sports balls to behave in the same way as as the Earth and the Moon? It's just not going to happen. It's another perfect example of a completely useless flat out experiment. What you can do is imagine. I don't know how to get a better experiment. See, planet describes that it's planned or that it has a soul. Is this the new preferred camera angle on on YouTube? Kyle, I want to be on the non-sequitur show. I, I really do. But this guy? A spirit. Gaia is the spirit of the Earth, so it's planned out according to Gaia. Or it's a reflection of Gaia that's over this planet. You know, Gaia's reflection on the, off, off of the dome. Next, please. Holy shit, they found the ice wall, but they've also found something else. Curve. If there's one thing you can definitely rely on a flat earther to provide, that's proof that we live on a globe. Kyle, back to you. <laughs> Fantastic, uh, <laughs> Greeky Blinder. That was uh, that was fantastic. Thank you for uh, for doing that. Make sure that you are sub to Greeky Blinder as well. Um, we're going to start doing that every week. the uh, The Flat Earth Pirate is one of my new favorite flat earthers. Uh, this is the guy that he was number two in this in this lineup. But he says that the sun goes into the Earth, like the the Earth crust opens up and the sun goes into the Earth crust. And that uh, we know that the Earth is flat because uh, Earth is an hammergram for um, oh what was uh, I can't remember it now. Oh, I'm putting my kidneys in your hands here. All right. Oh, you <laughs> might as well just put out it already. Yeah, do I don't that. think he's brought up tequila. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, thank you once again to the uh, the creative winder. Uh, one special announcement that we do have um, on the 26th of this month. Bill Ludlow will be back with us, and we will also be joined by uh, Lawrence Krauss, Dr. Lawrence Krauss. He will be uh, here. We will be going through um, something from nothing and uh, what that entails. So make sure you put that on your calendar. That's going to be a lot of fun. Also, on the 19th of this month, uh, John Perry from Stated Clearly will be having a debate with uh, J.F. Uh, Gurepe. Is French, so um, <laughs> I'm not sure how you say his last name. Actually, I can't even get English last names does. correct. Yeah, so uh, he, he, they will both be with us. Make sure you check that out as well. Okay, so let's take a second hey, and you, uh, um, let you. Sure. Did you guys see the uh, the video I did about um, Validation Boy, the song? No, no. If you guys no, haven't seen so. the song that I did about Validation Boy, it's also on Goddess Engineer's channel. He's just released a response to it, which is one minutes and three seconds of entire intense butthurt, which is fantastic. What they what don't realize saying? is that, well, he's basically taken the song that we did and played it in slow motion and put some words over the top of it saying, this person is gay, I don't like this person, and that's about it. Um, and I'll read you the one of the comments from Daniel Pratt that's in there. Um, says these mental midgets have to collaborate on everything because five of them almost makes up the real man like craig's wife is looks like they were just itching to do a broadway musical about anything didn't matter what or who really they just can't help but jump at the chance to show off their gay apparently <laughs> daniel pratt seems a bit obsessed with the game one of the comments from daniel pratt. um i still see alive i may have not i'm still getting the chat yep the chat will go on anyways, but uh, look here. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we're we're okay. Yeah. If if there's a pro if there's a problem, guys, let us know. Back, but everybody's back. saying that we're back. Okay. Yep. Uh, start over again. Fight the flat Earth with who you are. <laughs> hey, like, we don't remember fight the last five times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is about the ninth time I've been on. Um, so thanks again, guys. Um, 
I don't like the flat earth because uh, it, it's it's literally spreading stupidity. You know, it's like it's an attack on people that have actually tried to educate themselves and uh, discover about the world around us. And that's why I've started my channel just at the end of November. I started and the fact that I've hit 5K subs already is amazing. And it shows that people actually understand the message that I'm trying to put out and want to help it get spread. I haven't yet come across any bit of evidence that, that I can't refute about the flat earth. So I'm very, very interested to hear what Andy's got to say. So um, thank you for joining us, Andy. You're welcome. Andy, tell us a little bit about you. Um, well, yeah, my name's Andy. Um, I'm originally from New Zealand and um, I now live in Denmark and um, I'm, I'm teaching here in renewable energy. And um, one of the things that led me onto the show uh, is, of course, Steve's cry for, for help for somebody who uh, can provide some decent evidence for Flat Earth. And um, I think I've got something that uh, might be a little bit disturbing. But I want to ask you guys a favor, if that's all right. Um, obviously, I, I don't want to make too many uh, unsubstantiated claims. So uh, what I really want you guys to do is fact check while we go and I'll be actually asking you for some of the critical bits of the information for you to supply yourselves as we go forward okay so uh, is that okay I mean I've, yeah. I've got some stuff but all right so um, I think uh, the the best way to start is to um, my, I, my assertion is that Bill O'Reilly was correct when he said okay we're done <laughs> go in and out. Wait, right. Andy, 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 before you before you continue, uh, literally, that's what Steve and I were joking about before we even started this call. I said he's got something to do with tides. Tides go in, tides go out. Can't no. explain it. No, can't explain can. it. Right, and um, and uh, well, no, I don't think you can actually. Oh, okay. Um, oh, and, okay. and so this is uh, so let's uh, let's 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 pull this apart. So so, uh. My understanding of it is um, quite different, obviously, from the rest of the world's. But what is your position uh, on how the tides are? Uh, how do the, how do we have tides? The moon. Um, yeah, it was right, a combination. Sorry. Not it's not it's not just the, the moon. It's a combination of of gravitational forces from the moon and and the sun, and the. Um, the, the difference in time it takes from the pull of gravity from one side of the world to the other, which explains why you have a bulge on both sides at the same time. So mm. you know, there, there is a lot more mechanics behind it as, uh, rather than just that. And I will say, I don't know 100% all of the mechanics behind it. I've got a, um, a video by Baldy Cats queued up to actually watch to educate myself a bit on the tides. Um, but mm. I know one of the major factors is the gravitational influence of other objects around us. <laughs> yeah, you basically okay. you have you're so, going to have attraction from one side to the moon, and then on the other side you're going to you have the exact same thing. So you're going to have flattening on the on the sides, and you have bulges yeah. on opposite ends. Basically, uh, yeah, bulges. Okay, bulges. Yeah. You got if, bulges. So the very first slide that I have is Neil deGrasse Tyson explaining the tides on a show that he has. Uh, this um, I I, su I supplied the link to this video. But this uh, is uh, from about 30 seconds in for about 30 seconds, if you want to watch him explain it. And here's the here's the thing with with um, with these Neil deGrasse Tyson videos. Um, can you sort of paraphrase what he says? Because every time we show one of his videos, we get hit with a, um, a copyright thing. On here. All right. OK. All right. So right. Can you can you step through that without playing it then? Uh, yeah, Dave, well, just, just show the graphic. Without playing, if we just well, well, just go to the current, next slide. It's just the slideshow. Yeah, it's not actually. Yeah, just go to the next slide. All right. So, uh, well, no, we 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 really want to have a look at the at the sort of model. But um, if if anybody wants to go to Wikipedia, you see this. Uh, the what's sort of shown here is that the earth is inside this sort of uh bulge of water around each side and what neil degrasse tyson was saying in the video was it's not really the water that goes around the earth 
it, it the, the the sun and the moon uh, actually move quite slowly relative to the Earth's spin, and so it's actually the bulges are there, and the Earth spins inside the bulges, and uh, that's what creates the tides. And um, can you play any animations on on the uh, videos, sure. on the slides? Yeah. Sure. So uh, you can see, oh, the actually, first animation is here. Actually, no, it doesn't look like it. Looks like all the animations have come in. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, okay. So, uh, so what we've got here is is uh, what I've come in and drawn on top of that uh, thing is I've gone and put some some I, I guess we'd call them sort of isobars, sort of some lines of um, sort of max height, tide height you would measure around the globe. And as you can see, towards the equator, they are uh, a higher tide height than they are up towards the poles. As you can see, the bulge is quite thin at the poles and it gets fatter and fatter as it comes towards the equator. And, and so if you were to... Um, uh, model this if you were to sort of fold it out onto a piece of paper and have a look at a map and then you were to plot the high tide lines for where the maximum tides are going to be coming and impacting uh, on earth uh, you might get something that is uh, like the next slide uh -uh, there should be um, oh, well, let's talk about this one for a bit The point is that there is a wave, and the wave is uh, about has the wavelength of um, the Earth, so 24,000 kilometers roughly around the equator, right? That's one big wave, and um, we know that because there's two there's two tides, so you can divide that in half. So each each tide has a one wavelength twice a day. And, and that means that that wave has to be traveling around the Earth, or as I said, the Earth is actually spinning inside the wave at quite a phenomenal speed, and in this case, it's about a 1,000 kilometers an hour. Is, would that be a fair enough? I mean, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what the speed is, but well, are you I would a, have to in say agreement that with that? The, um, I would have to say that there there isn't a differential of a thousand miles an hour between the water and the ground underneath it. That's not what Neil deGrasse Tyson is saying. Sorry. He's saying that there is going to be some perpetuation, some perpetuations and differences between the two because of friction and the gravitational pull and everything like that. There isn't the, the you know the, the the land underneath the sea isn't moving at a thousand miles an hour. That's not what he's saying. No, but in in uh, essence, okay. yes, the the Earth yeah, yeah. is moving faster than the tides because the tides are being affected by the pull of gravity and everything like that um, and are in, in essence separate from the ground but still part of the frame of reference that we are spinning in well uh steve do you do you agree with that uh yeah but and the only thing I, I are you trying to say that okay you you have two as, as flight, flight the flat earth kind of uh, alluded to there's two forces going on two two major forces you have the sun and you have the moon right so you're going to have a gravitational yeah. effect of the of the pull of the sun right and then you're gonna have the one of the moon i've got that now, yeah. yeah okay so let's assume for 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 this that they're like orthogonal so you have um a perpendicular what? force going to the moon. I, I had to say it. i had to say it man let's make it even simpler let's just discount the sun and let's just think about the moon all right so okay, you well, have a bulge well, which is attracted by the um, by attracted by the moon facing okay. towards the moon, and because the extra distance to the opposite side of the Earth is an equal and opposite bulge, and the bulge well, that well, the wait, sun no, makes no, is no, about no, no, one percent of, no, no, of what wait, the bulge the, the moon makes, right? The, the op no, the opposite bulge is due to just conservation laws. It's just it's yeah. an inertial force. Well, because it's got lower gravity, right? Because the the the, the moon's gravity well, is less, more... right? So it bulges out. No, it's it's not it's not that it's got larger gravity. It, gravity is affecting the same. But if the moon is up here, right? If you can see this, if the moon is up this side, the yeah. water that is here is going yeah. to take longer to be pulled than the water that is here. So the the effect you know the, the effect of the gravity is taking longer for it to, to go on this side, which is what is causing the fact that it's bulging. 
and it's why you get the eco on the opposite side as to where the moon is pulling. So it's it's not uh, really. No, 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 no. Okay, let's let, let's let's go let's go back to 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 square one. The moon is not really moving at very great speed relative to the Earth. It's the Earth's spin, right, which is creating the diurnal tides. The different the, the fact that the Earth sure. goes spins around relative to the relatively stationary moon. It only goes around once a month. That is why we have a bulge that's always facing towards the moon. Yes. Is that the, correct? The conservation, right. yeah, conservation because of inertia right. and centrifugal forces. Yeah. So, so if you go 90 de yeah. So if you go 90 degrees out to the sides of the earth which are uh So and so here's the other thing. So we so if you're standing on the moon you're looking at the earth and the, yeah. the point nearest to you facing you on the earth is high tide, the highest tide, that's yeah. the big high tide. And then yeah. All around the horizon of where you can see is low tide. And yeah. then at, on the opposite side of the globe from where you're looking at it is another high tide. And, and what yeah. I'm asking is what's causing the high tide on the other side of the earth over there? Well, that, that's what, what we just explained. So you're saying this, okay, you're on the moon, yeah? And you're looking yeah, at the no, earth and there's the high tide it? There. Don't explain to me back what I just no, explained I, I, no, to I you. Want, I want, what I, I just want to understand. Yeah, I want to understand the exactly the what I'm explaining side. to you. Yeah, so I just yeah. want to understand we're on the same page. So this is what you're saying, you're yeah. explaining to me. Yeah, You're asking why this tide is happening, yeah? Yeah. That's what you're asking, okay? Well, yep. I'm pretty sure that I just explained that. It's to do with the difference in time of the gravitational pull. It's taken longer for the gravity to pull these waves than it is to pull these waves and these waves and these waves. So the conservation of momentum of the pull creates the bulge back and forth. It's because it has to go around the curve. You're creating like a tight, uh, you know, a tighter area as it gets up, and it's that movement, the fact that it's taken, the, you know, it's further away, so the gravity takes longer for it to affect that on that side, which creates the opposite bulge on the other side as well. You know, that that is completely explained and understood by the model we already have. Yeah, that's not really. That's just complete nonsense. No, but it let's, is. let's follow. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to just say it's nonsense because that is the right. explanation. Yes, right, we're going to make a fool of this in a minute. Just, just bear with me, right? But here's okay, my question. I, I, I just want to say I'm not having. Uh, no, I just want to say I'm not having you say that's not the explanation. Okay, with you know because that is the explanation. All right, I, I hear what you say, but don't tell me that's not the explanation because it is. All right, because I, I really want to put this down here as a marker for where people who are walking on on things that they really, truly don't have a very good grasp of, right? And, and, and I want to mark at this point in the discussion where you guys are saying to me, this is what's known, this is how it is, there's no discussion. That's, that's what you're saying. And, and no, and that's I, not I, what we're saying. Just, let's just take a next. Let's just take another little step. No, because if, if you're telling me I'm saying something, I'm going to interrupt you and tell you that you're wrong because yeah. that's not okay. what I'm saying. If if, right, if there say? is a well substantiated body of evidence that completely comports with reality, I'm going to go with that over the ramblings of a madman right. every single time. Exactly. Me too. Let's follow it through. Well, I mean, so what is what, hey, I want, what I want you're saying is. What, 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 what he's saying, saying is, is the, the delay in the time finish, the please. gravity takes to act. Yeah, on the I want to go on record on this because okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that is. Well, how about this? That's the current way it's explained. That's a fact. Yep. Okay, no, and it's explained because of physics. And are you familiar with something called Bernoulli's equation? Just out of curiosity. No. Okay, that explains it. There you go. Well, tell us why it's not a fact, I'm, Andy. I'm, I'm, I'm interested well, to know. I'm, we yeah. still need to get a little bit deeper than this because the 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 answer that we got was that it's still the effect of the moon on the way. All right, so so what I hear you saying, and, and I'll try and steal a menu here. You're saying is that there's it takes time for the moon's <laughs> gravity to act on the far side of the Earth, and that's a known fact. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I'm saying that the effects of gravity would take longer to reach a point that is further away. 
because the, well, the gravity doesn't instantaneously. Yeah, we, we would assume that. Well, no, so wait, please don't talk over me. Please don't talk over me when I'm explaining something, right? Gravity doesn't just instantly appear anywhere. Okay, if, for instance, a planet equal to the size of Earth just appeared at the other side of the solar system that was, you know, 20 light minutes away, right? Can we, we wouldn't feel the this. Down, please? Wait, excuse me, I'm trying to talk. Will you stop being rude? I'll give you the same respect yeah. that you give me, okay? So don't stop talking over me, all right? So if a planet appeared out of nowhere 20 light minutes away, we would not feel the effects of that gravity for 20 minutes, okay? Does that make sense? Yeah, so, so you admit that gravity travels at the speed of light. So what's the, the time yeah. lag across? What's the time lag of light across the diameter of the Earth in seconds? Oh, I'd have to do the calculations of um, one hundred eighty thousand miles an hour. Uh, so we agree it's not much. It's about a, It's yeah. what? It's not much, but it is still enough to, over the billions of years that the Earth has been there, create this back and forward bulge that is there. That wouldn't have been there all the time. This is an effect of the, the forces that have been in play for billions of years, reaching an equilibrium. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's, um, let's, let's move on a little bit. So we have the bulge, which we, I think now agree is uh in some way related to the position of the moon right mm -hmm. whether it's time lagged or whatever according to you uh, i no not according to I'll, me I'll according to physics one... let's get that straight right not according to I'll, me I'll put, according to physics all right i'll put one thing in the ground that i think <laughs> that gravity the effects of gravity travel very close to the speed of light i'm not sure about that but that's my intuition and i would also uh say that any base that on well, um, I, I don't. I don't have the. I mean, I, I just don't know anything that goes faster than light. But um, yeah, as far as I know, the, 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 recent, the, the, the recent um, See, uh, measurements they've taken at LIGO and things like that seem to coincide with an event that happened where they were also able to get some photos and they can measure the distance. And so far as I'm aware. There's no great discrepancy in those measurements of the time that the gravitational waves arrived and the time that any other signals arrived. So it, I think it travels roughly at the same speed. But I'm not in yes, that field, yeah. so I really don't know. Mm -hmm. But yes. but so, but it, so but, but, the general consensus of science is that it does, okay? It's not it's not important. What we're what we're right. asking now that it is some way tied up to the moon's presence, right? Yes. And it's the earth that's spinning underneath it. Now, if there's a bulge on the surface of the Earth and you rotate the Earth 24,000 kilometers underneath that bulge in 24 hours, is that yeah. not a one meter high or whatever height? Actually, Kyle, or, or, would you like to fact check what's the average uh, tide height around the world? Could you find that number somewhere on Wikipedia? Mm -hmm. or? Let's see if we can find that. But whatever the height of that wave is, average around the world, it's, I think it's about half a meter or so. Um, 38 feet. Can you yeah. explain to me what the difference is? To half a meter, right. So what would be um, another way to think about what's actually physically happening other than a wave traveling across the Earth or a fixed wave with the Earth spinning under it at roughly 1,000 kilometers an hour. It's got to go 24,000 k's around the Earth. The Earth turns under that bulge. So effectively what you have is a wave traveling across the surface of the Earth at about 1,000 k's an hour. Uh, this is my understanding of the model that you are proposing is 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 happening no um I, I, again I, I think your understanding's flawed because you're saying there's a wave traveling a thousand miles an hour relative to the earth aren't you that's what you've said you've said that there's a bulge no, it's, it's not... that's fixed to the moon somehow right and that yeah. on the side that's closest to the moon there's a bulge and on the other side of the earth there's another bulge and we're not, yes. we don't agree what causes that bulge. I've heard yeah. that some people call it centripetal force or some other thing, or the fact that it's a little bit further away from the moon, which means that kind of uh, if you do the, the distance, uh, then the gravity is less. And so 
the centripetal force allows it. And that's why it's about half the tide height of the tide on the other side of the planet. Those are the excuses I've heard. Um, but Excuse what me. we're talking about is the fact that there's a that there is a, a wave that's fixed in place around the Earth by the moon and the Earth is spinning underneath it at what is a relative speed of a thousand kilometers an hour. It, 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 can you help me out and explain to me why that's not the case? Yeah, no, you're, you're still trying to say that the water is moving thousand miles an hour relative to the Earth. Uh, as I've explained, okay, well, that's what not are the you case. saying? What well, are you saying what, that's happening? I, I've already explained this to you that the. <laughs> It's weird. I really don't like repeating myself. It's honestly like you people don't listen to anything. But as I said before, um, yes, in a sense, the Earth is spinning underneath the ocean. But it's not like there is a difference of a thousand miles an hour between the ocean and the ocean floor. There is just a okay. slight difference in friction. Um, between you know, and the moon. Wait, I'm, I'm still explaining, please. There's a slight difference yeah. in, in height and friction. And, um, you know, the... The way that the the, the, the moon the, the water is being pulled by the moon and the sun creates this you know differential that allows the earth in a sense to spin slightly faster than the ocean but it doesn't mean that there is a thousand miles an hour slightly difference between the water the and ocean. the ocean floor oh my god okay. yeah let's let's move on so so well, no, do no, you no, agree no, with I don't, me? No, don't, don't move on. Don't move on. This is a critical thing. I need to move on. I need to move on. I need to move on. No, this is a typical flat earther tactic. Oh, right. You can't move on. on earth, a different thing, right? No, yeah. you're wrong. Okay. The ocean okay. is not traveling at a thousand miles an hour relative to the earth. It is in effect traveling at the same oh, speed. Gosh. There is some difference in permutations and everything, which is all part of the reason why we have the tides at both all right. sides. Along all right. with the centripetal right. right. forces. Just, you need, to stop. You need forces. to stop and let me no, answer you just when, a little bit because really you are just, just losing it. No, you haven't. Uh, well, You're not no. explaining anything. It, it, look, I am. His, his <laughs> one. I've, explained it twice. I've explained it twice already. All right. I'm going to take another shot of tequila because, frankly, you're a fucking idiot. Right. Let me, may, maybe I, maybe I try this real quick because this is a real sticking right. point, and I don't think anything you have to say afterwards makes any sense if you don't have. A, do you know the difference between like relative velocities? Like if I'm on a train, I'm going. A, okay, so that, that's all he's saying. You know, if I'm on a train and I throw something up in the air, that coin is going. Yeah, zero stop, look, with respect to me, but you know, 100 miles an hour with respect man. to the ground. It's not a strong man. Strong man. It's How is that a strong man? Traveling. Dude, I'm not saying that the water is traveling at a thousand kilometers an hour. It's the That's wave. just what you've said. The no, the water is, is the wave. The, waves most, the water, the wave just goes like this. It's a circular motion and it's about a, a half a meter miles an hour. Its wavelength is about a half the diameter of the earth. and that wave travels through right. the liquid of the ocean as a fixed response to the moon. I presence. think I think I know the problem. I think I know the problem. You're you're, you're, you're understanding a transversal and, and, wa and waves. Wait, right. when, when waves move, it when waves move move in water, it's not the water moving yeah. that much. The, the little actual uh, individual water molecules are not moving that much. It just moves a little bit like that, right? Okay. So so what's the yeah. issue then? If you get that? Yeah, I've said that there is a wave traveling across the surface in this. And then you guys are all talking about, oh, you're such an idiot. There's no water traveling across the earth at a thousand. Don't you know the difference between relative velocity? That's nonsense. What we're talking about. No, it's not nonsense. It's facts. The moon. It, you have a misunderstanding in. of the basic hold on, physics. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One at a time. One at a time. Andy, finish your making Sorry, your point. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. The moon is fixed at relative. Uh, the moon is fixed and it creates this wave, this bulge on the earth. You agree that it's there. And that yes. wave has to propagate through the liquid. It doesn't propagate through the land, but it propagates through the liquid in the oceans and ends up uh, expressing itself as tides. That's what you're saying, right? As as the wave approaches the, the shore, it, it it washes up, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, but that, that wave isn't moving at 1,000 miles an hour, though. Why would you think well, that wave's moving at a thousand miles an hour? Well, can you, can you just give me the, wait, 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 can you give me the map? Hours and it's 24,000 k's around roughly. And you think that would make the tides be a thousand miles an The wave that propagates through the water is moving at a thousand kilometers an hour because it's got to go right around the earth in 24 hours. 
not 24 hours for 23 hours and something. I, I honestly yeah. don't think you have the slightest idea of what a tide actually is, to be honest. I'm going to, I'm going to show that, um, that. Let's go to the next. Frankly, all you've shown at the moment is that you have no idea of the model you're actually arguing against. You it's keep saying, this is what you say, this is what you say, but no, you're misrepresenting the model that you are actually arguing against. So when you actually know what you're talking about, then maybe you'll have a chance what, what, of explaining oh. something. What do you What do you want to do, Andy? Just go next, next slide. slide. Okay. If um, If that model of the bulge was correct, and there was a Is. bulge on each side, and you drew those lines of height that I that I that I drew, if you measured the wave height, then up towards the northern and southern latitudes, the higher latitudes, the, you would find there would be a smaller tide. And in the more equatorial regions, you would find that there was a bigger tide. Is that correct? And if you were to graph that, or if you were to show some lines where you drew, um, okay, this is the average tide height of uh, five centimeters down near the poles, because there's never much tide down there. And here's the, the 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 area where there's average tide height of 20 centimeters, and and then 50 centimeters, and then as you go north or south, it'll get less and less as you approach the pole. And you would expect to find these lines going pretty much east west. There'll be some uh, disturbances around the land masses, but certainly across the Pacific, you would expect to see uh, some pretty east west lines uh, indicating the uh, the tide height on a regular basis. Is that correct? Would that be logical? Um, I have no idea what you just said. No, you're, okay. you're not really you making sense. <laughs> like, okay, you I can't parse that. You've literally that. just spoken for two minutes and kind of said nothing. It's actually quite painful. Right, let's, go back. let's go back two slides, back two slides to where we go back to the model with the bulge. Yep. On the, on the bulge, you see that I've marked in yellow some tide heights. And this would mark the average high tide given this model, so that near the equator, you would get a relatively high tide, you'd have the, the average height might be, you know, getting up towards a meter, and then down towards the poles, the tide is very low. See, the average tide height should be, you know, just a few centimeters, right? Because it's not getting affected so much by the moon. Is that correct? Well, kind of. Yeah. So can we just go argumento? So then if you made a yeah. map of the tide height all around the world at high tide, you would expect those lines to be uh, arranged in an east-west pattern, wouldn't you? Uh, following the, the, the bulge as it, as it uh, uh, expressed itself on different sides of the planet, right? Yeah, like, go on. Yeah, okay. Get, so yeah. that's what the other graph showed, the horizontal lines, right? Right, okay. And and if there was a wave propagating through the water, then it would approach the places like Australia, Asia, and East Coast of Africa, East Coast of America. That's where that wave, the high tide, would come in and uh, affect. Uh, and you would expect to see higher tides in these areas where the water is pushed up, while the water following it behind. Is that correct, roughly? Um. Well, not yes, just yes, that, but, but kind of, bulge, yeah. You would expect to see something similar to that sort of pattern, right? Okay, so yeah. let's go and have a look at the evidence and see what the actual evidence is. And if you go on to the next slide, you'll see some uh, some actual uh, models of the So this is uh, the, well, so M2, so when you measure tides, they're always measured with the M1 and M2, and M1 is the minor tide, and M2 is the big tide. So that's the one of the bulge facing towards the moon. And this mm -hmm. is the energy uh, dissipation. So this is where the energy is actually released into the environment, normally as heat of the, um, of the tides. And as you can see, um, it's quite interesting, but on the sort of east coast of Africa and on the on the bits of the east coast that are facing the oceans, uh, you don't get um, uh, all that much energy dissipation. What you do get energy dissipation, it turns out, is in areas where the sea is quite shallow. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. 
what's your point? All right, so let's get on to the next one. I mean, you do understand that's what expected. That that is what's expected, right? Of course, you would have more dissipation of areas with a lower, like right. you know, that were shallower. So that is what's expected. So here's, so here's the the global tidal data uh, with all of the lines of equal tide height. And as you mm -hmm. can see, that there is no relation to this sort of east-west kind of pattern that you might have expected. No, and it totally does. If you look in the, okay, it, it totally does when you take into account everything else that's happening there. If you have a look, if you do the lines see, of latitude on that, you you quite clearly see the, the why the tides are the and the areas are like that. So if you have a look in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, you'll see um, parts of the Pacific Ocean where these lines of equal tide height converge to a point. And right. what that means is that there's no tide difference there. You can never measure a tide difference there. There's no bulge. All of the lines converge. There's no tidal height. And as you can see with the black lines that go around those points, what that's indicating is, is that the tide movements, actually the water, the wave that expresses itself in the ocean, right, actually so moves I, I, in a certain way. Can I, can I just make a point of clarification point. here? Um, can, yeah. can I just, you know, tides aren't waves. Right? Can we just clarify that? Tides aren't waves. They're different things. Okay? You understand that, right? Well, I think you're wrong, but whatever. Well, no, no, he's not wrong. No, no I'm not, I'm not, not wrong. Tides thing. are not waves. They're, they're different no, things. Even, even I know that, Andy. This, this is a yeah, that's pretty. I just don't want you to embarrass Andy. Andy, I don't want you to embarrass yourself here and keep saying the wrong thing. You do realize this is a public forum and there's people watching, right? <laughs> Wait, we got people watching this? Yeah. I just wanted you to know that you're saying this out loud to a okay, let, him, let, him, let him answer. Let him answer, y'all. Let him answer. Listen to this. This is the actual data. This is what this is what we measure when we look at the tides. And you don't yeah, what is expected a pattern it's... with the high tides with red colors. You'll see the high tides, the average high tides, they don't appear in around the equator. In fact, they appear the highest tides appear up in the Do you know what those are called? around the UK and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what those are called? Those are called nodal points. Yeah. Um, it's where tides are naturally higher or lower due to the contours of the land underneath and above. And you know where the tides are forming. For instance, there's an area in the southwest of England where I used to live, um, the in you know, the the, the River Severn, which has the yeah. I think it's the third high, high, highest and fastest tide in the world. Which mm -hmm. you know, based on the left to right, you know, west to east thing, you know, it doesn't really make sense. But when you look at the reasons for it being there, from the shape of the land underneath, the energy dissipation of everything that's going on, it explains completely why that. A nodal area has a tide that isn't really in relation to everything else that's going on. Everything on mm. that map, right? The data that yeah. you've got there I, is just yeah. is just proving what we already know. Nothing on that map so, cannot be explained right. by what we already understand. Right. So let's go to the middle of the Pacific Ocean. You'll see there's quite a big green loop with a with a yellow highlight in the middle of it. This right slap bag in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, right? Yeah. And you're going to tell me that that tide height, that average tide height of, of what is it, uh, 10, uh, 10 centimeters or so, that that is due to the seafloor underneath it? That's what you're saying? It will be a combination of a lot of things. As I have said, I'm pretty sure this is the sixth or seventh time. There is not just one explanation for the tides. It is a combination of many factors going on. And I will just go through them for you once again for clarification. It's a, it's a, a mixture of the effects of the centripetal force of the Earth spinning. It's a mixture of the effects of gravity from the sun and the moon. It's a mixture of the contours of the ocean floor and the land um, the, around the ocean. It's a mixture of temperature and pressures and uh, you know, airspeed and wind speed and everything. There is not just one factor that is affecting the tide. You are trying to pin it down to one thing and go, oh, that's wrong, when you don't even understand what that one thing is you're talking about. All right, so if we go on to the last slide. I'll... <laughs> Something's up, though. This is the, this is the, the fourth time. Um, all right, guys. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. NASA Agent 42, yeah, 
we've got the stream back up. Can you make sure it may stay stable this time? Cool. All right. NASA say they're diverting extra power so that we don't lose the stream again. Cool. Thank you, Good NASA. Deal. Thank you, Overlord. Thank you. All right. So, All right, give me my so check. Wrap... Okay. Right. So, it, so here's here's the real thing about tides. That the the model that that we started with, or, or the problem, or the reason why that we're having trouble discussing this, is that the model that we started with at the very beginning, the one where you show the Earth and the water bulging on the outside. That's that's not how the tides operate at all. And, and the, the, the thing is that the, and the, the bit that where people step off the deep end and, and they start to um, be, buy back into the, the sort of memes that they've uh, brought with them for a long time. This is the argument that these that flat earthers will give you a lot when you're stuck in this, this paradigm and you stop thinking about things. Einstein told us that there's no such thing as a force of gravity. What, what what gravity is doing is changing the shape no, of the actual physical space, right? And and that mass affects the shape of the space that we inhabit. Oh. And what it's what's exactly happening with the tides is that it's the shape of the earth that changes, not the shape of the water. And the tidal forces are felt by the actual physical solid body of the earth, not by the water alone. And what's actually happening, and this is, and if you think about uh, the New Zealand, it's a shame that we couldn't see the animation of New Zealand. I could send you the GIF. The tide circles around New Zealand, right? The high tide, low tide, opposite. That's how it works. And that's how it works, Steve. We've been told. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. I, I, as I say, I have no. a gift, and, and I would love to send it to you. I, I have a gift. And, uh, email it, email it to me, Andy. I, I've got a gift. I've got, got a gift. I don't have to argue with Andy, email it to me. Andy, can I just ask? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Guys, hold on. Andy, put the URL in the live chat or in the inside chat here, and then Dave can find it, and we can put it up that way but there's a little chat box you see it yeah okay put it there okay now fight the flowers go ahead all right andy just what is your point here because so far you haven't actually made any point can you just actually get to the point so, the point is that there there is no bulge of water on the earth that's the point that that model yes there is, is no there there is that's what the time no that, that, that's yes. where that's where you make mistakes. Sorry. You say no or you like, but that's <laughs> what the tides are. There is a bulge of water on the earth. We know it's there. We can measure the tides. We can predict the, the tides. What causes I, I, the excuse bulge me, of water? have you not been listening to the conversation? Do you yeah. have something wrong where you aren't able to convert short term to long term memory? No. Tell me well, then why don't you right remember there. the conversation <laughs> we've already been having? I've explained these things to you already, Andy. Are you yeah, just you ignoring what's coming out of my mouth? The water out. There's no such thing. And the rest, well, there's no such thing as gravity, did you just say? No, there's no such. Gravity just changes the shape of space. There's no force pulling on it, right? Right, okay. Let, so let, let me no clarify something for you. Let me clarify, let me clarify oh. something for you. Andy, let me clarify something for you. There is no discrepancy between Newtonian physics and Einsteinian physics. The best right. way to say this to you is that Gravity is a warping of space-time that manifests as a force within Newtonian physics. Okay, it is yeah. a force, yeah. and it is the warping of space-time. All right, it's both. It it's a force, force and not a force, yeah. depending so what, on which model you use. Simple yeah. as that. So, what is the force that causes the water to lift up off the surface of the Earth by half a meter? Gravity. Just explain that to you. Again, are you are you not listening to words? We've literally, Steve. Do we just have this conversation? Or yeah. I, well, here, here's the thing, and I, I, I don't, I don't know so how to ground on. Why does, it, why does the gravity affect only the water and not the landing? Well, 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 hang on. We keep, we keep dropping. So I, I want to get this out there because I think I know your fundamental mistake, and I don't know how much yeah. more we have in the stream. So I'm just going to get it out here. Okay. So what he had told you was you had all these different things, and he's, he's telling you all the different things that go in this. If I asked you initially, and it was a critical question, have you ever heard of Bernoulli's equation? Because Bernoulli's equation is something that he and I have both used extensively 
Um, and what, the, what, in order to figure out how much actual range you have of velocities in the entire thing of the of the oceans, right? You want to know how much water force is there. You want to know how much energy is in that system, right? So when you have different different potential energies, right? You have a higher potential energy and a lower potential energy. What Bernoulli's equation does allows you to have initial conditions for the kinetic energy and potential energy under a certain pressure, and then find out what this, the, net, the, the kinetic energies, potential energies, and pressures would be after a situation. So if you're going through like a pipe and you have a constriction, right? Yeah. What's gonna happen to the fluid going in that through that constriction, right? The kinetic energy is gonna go up as the potential energy goes down because you have to get a more volumetric flow rate through a smaller, smaller area. That's kind of what's happening with the Earth. And if you look at the, 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 the documentations and, and the papers on explaining tidal theory, a lot of it will, can explain it using Bernoulli's equation. So maybe you might yeah. want to get a basics of the physics because that, that I think you have this weird misunderstanding that for some reason um, you have like uh, a thousand mile way. And I, you say you don't, but it, it, we're getting it, at least I'm getting it, that you think that water's traveling like a thousand miles an hour um, with yeah, respect to the earth. Well, yeah, I, that's I what I'm getting that. as well. I didn't, no, that's, that's, that's not my point. That's ridiculous. Nobody, nobody's saying that there's water traveling around the earth at a thousand miles an hour. Then why don't you, know, well, I, you know, why understand the secondary poles? When there's an earthquake, when there's an earthquake in the ocean, you create a wave and it and it propagates out at what six, seven hundred kilometers an hour. So the wave that propagates out over. Well, it depends on the force of the earthquake, but, but yes. Yeah, it depends. But sure. if we just go Fukushima size, which was about a half a meter disturbance, I think, at the at the sea surface at the at the epicenter. And that propagated out and was a big wave approaching the coast, right? And you're right, the, the, the water's not, the, the, when you have that big wave approaching the land, of course, it, it gets much higher as it approaches, as the energy builds up behind it and all of those effects on the wave. And that is essentially what's happening with the tides as well as and why, as you say, in the seven estuary, it, it, it really sloshes up on the valley. The Bay of Minas Passage is, is in Nova Scotia is one of the places where it really works up there as well. But, but here's the thing, that, that the, the idea that there's a bulge of, the, the bulge that you're talking about, this, this, the idea, the model doesn't work. The, what, what changes shape is the actual earth changes shape. And all that happens, I, I, put, I think I put that, to, oh, where's the chat? Uh, have you got a chat? Oh, there it is. There's the link. I am going to ask you for evidence to back up your claim there, buddy. Just, just saying. Yeah. That, that's not you, that's someone else. And what shape does it change? To? What, what, I got to ask this now. What shape is the Earth and what do you think it changes to? Oh, the shapes. The, the shape is a slightly oblate spheroid, of course. But, um, uh, slightly no, oblate spheroid. Okay. Right, so let me just stop so, you here, Andy, please. Can I just, so when me, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please, can I? Thank you. All right. So you believe the Earth is a globe. Right, but you're arguing about what causes the tides. What the fuck are you even doing <laughs> here? Can I can I ask you a question, Andy? Andy, let me ask you a question. I was quite open about it. Let me ask you a question, Andy. That that yeah. bothered me because you because fight the fighter said that uh, that that uh, tides were not waves. Can you kind of explain to me because you said you didn't agree you didn't agree with that? Can you kind of tell me why you don't agree with that? Well, before before I, you answer I, that, I, I, just let me show you. Um, I, I illustrated here. See, a wave is this yeah. thing that comes up out of the ocean. Tides yeah. has to do with <laughs> how much it encroaches on the, the beach. So there's a distinct difference oh. between these two, correct? Like, these are different things. These are not the same. Thanks, Carl. Waves are not you're tides. Right. It's really helping, yeah. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, if we ever play a game of quick draw, you're my partner. <laughs> so, but 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 where am I wrong there, Andy? Where am I wrong there, Andy? And no, the reason why wrong. I got angry is wait, 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 wait. Right, right. Sorry, carry on. That, that's but the, the the point that um, I think um, the idea that there's a bulge of water on the surface of the Earth is is incorrect, and that and that is a fact borne out by lots no it, it's not I, be, I if you're saying it's you're not answering kyle's question wait you're not answering kyle's question wait wait you're back on the bulge 
Yeah. Just, yeah. He has bolts on the brain. Okay, we, yeah. let's get back to Kyle's question because I'm curious too. Kyle asked a great question and he even took the time to draw it. Um, I hate people yeah. that artwork ability like that. It drives me nuts because I can't draw a stick figure. Um, but he accepts the visual. He, he shows you the difference. I said he was exactly oh, right. Okay. What are you asking? Yeah, I said you're right. Okay, so, so, exactly right. Yeah. All right, so ties are, okay, so tie, we just want to clarify, ties and waves are not the same thing, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, but, so we changed, we changed his position on that, great. But the, the point that I'm trying to get across to you guys is you have this picture in your head, this model, that the earth is here and that there's a bulge of water on each side of it, right? That's, that's what you're telling the world is, is 